In the 1760s, Western Europe and the United States of America was changing. Various industries were evolving into a new age of manufacturing. It affected all of the features of daily life, as well as economical growth and population growth. So pour your cuppers, because this is coffee and a slice of history, the Industrial Revolution. Hey up and welcome back. Episode 10 with me, Ellie, as usual. Hope you are all doing great. Thank you to everyone who listened to part two of the Tudor Dynasty last week. If you haven't already, be sure to check it out as it wraps up the last monarch's part of the Tudor family. So without further ado, on to today's episode. It is often argued exactly when and where the Industrial Revolution started. However, through the creation of factories, canals and the use of steam power, it transformed Europe and America from doing jobs by hand into mechanical tasks, increasing production. To start off, in 1764, a British carpenter and weaver called James Hargreaves invented the spinning jenny. This contraption spun more than one ball of yarn at a time, as opposed to the older single spinning wheel which had been used since the Middle Ages. Before Hargreaves created the spinning jenny, weaving was considered a cottage industry, which meant that production usually occurred in individual homes. These singular spinning wheels, also known as Saxon wheels, were often used a lot in daily life, so much so they even found a way into folklore and stories like Sleeping Beauty and Rumpelstiltskin. Spinning jennies, on the other hand, were more effective and efficient than the Saxon wheel, as opposed to one individual spool of thread. The spinning jenny had multiple, so it could produce more spools at once. The spinning jenny helped towards the growth of factories and grew the textiles industry, and it meant that more mills cropped up across the UK. The British industrialist Richard Arkwright built multiple houses for his factory workers to live in around his spinning mill in Cromford in 1771. It had a school, a market and a church. Another example is Sir Titus Salt. He built a whole village complete with houses, schools, churches, pubs and a market in Saltaire in West Yorkshire. Saltaire is now regarded as a world heritage site. This is just another effect of the Industrial Revolution and just how it changed everyday life. As more jobs were provided in factories and mills meant that people would move from quiet countryside villages into bigger towns or cities for work, meaning houses had to be built and communities would be created. As well as developing the textiles industry within the Industrial Revolution, in 1769 the steam engine was created. A man called James Watt, who was a Scottish engineer, saw that steam-powered machines would be more efficient than existing ones, as well as working quicker. In 1775, Watt got into business with another engineer called Matthew Bolton. Together, they manufactured hundreds upon hundreds of steam engines, a lot of them powering blast furnaces that produced iron, naming the company Bolton and Watt Steam Engines. 
Bolton was born in Birmingham, England in 1728 and his father owned a small business of manufacturing small metal products which Bolton himself took over when his father died. He then expanded the business quite substantially with the help of James Watts steam engine. In 1776 canals were developed. Nowadays we see more people living on barges on canals than anything else but during the Industrial Revolution, they were originally built to transport coal from mines. Then in this year, the Bridgewater Canal in Manchester is extended to connect to Liverpool. Because this extension was so successful, it set off a snowball effect and a big period of construction to connect major towns and cities together via these canal waterways. More famously, the chocolate company... Cadbury's had their own fleet of barges on the newly connected waterways. They had a canal side factory set up in Bourneville, another in Frampton and one in Knighton. These were used for the collection of raw materials like milk from surrounding farms as well as distributing out their product. Perhaps because of these canals as well as the lovely taste is why this chocolate was so popular. Then, in 1785, the power loom is invented by Edmund Cartwright. The power loom was a weaving machine and was driven and powered at first by water rather than workers. It was then later improved and was powered by steam engines. The loom was used to weave fabrics together in order to create textiles. The loom had a major impact on the Industrial Revolution. In 1803, there were only 2,400 looms in Britain. However, only 54 years later, by 1857, there were 250,000 and it increased the textiles industry production by a mile. With the invention of so many machines within the textile industry, Many workers and everyday folk worried that they will be completely replaced by these machines and leaving them out of work. This sparked loads of riots in 1811 up until around 1816. Then another major industry, mining, got its upgrade. Mines were able to work on a larger scale, therefore providing more coal and more fuel for transport and industrial machines. Coal mines throughout the 1800s were the primary source of energy, providing heat and light in both domestic homes and commercially. As well as this, they powered steam locomotives, which the miners used to bring coal to the surface as opposed to a horse and cart. This method meant that a larger quantity could be brought to the surface per day, meaning it had more effective productivity. As well as powering steam locomotives in the mines, these large quantities of coal also powered ships, mills and steam engines. 1829 marked the year that British engineer George Stevenson wins a speed contest with his steam engine train named Rocket from Liverpool to Manchester. This just goes to show how steam power was really being harnessed for more than just production of products, but also for commuting either socially or for business. 
meaning the people of Britain had easier freedom to move around. In the same year, the first 51 miles of railway track in the world is laid down in Britain. Then in America, in 1846, Elias Howe invented the sewing machine, the same machine that we see in modern times. This meant that clothes could be produced faster as they weren't being painstakingly hand-sewn, meaning that the clothes and fashion industry could grow. Because of all the work occurring more in towns and cities, the British census found in 1851 that more people were both living and working in towns and cities as supposed to in the countryside. However, with this influx of people, it meant that a Public Health Act was passed in 1875, ensuring that housing and sewerage systems were first and foremost clean and safe too. The idea of the night shift was then created in 1879, thanks to an American inventor, who you may know, Thomas Edison, who produced the light bulb. This meant that factories could work after dark. Once again, the Industrial Revolution impacted every individual and everyday life, affecting job productivity, where individuals lived, how they lived, where they could travel to, as well as expanding businesses. Without the inventors, all the machines and the people who worked the factories, we may not have the world we know today.